0: Hey, welcome to Teb's Talks, the Premier Useless Podcast. If you want to check out more of the things I do, head to jasontebbs.com. What is up, everybody? It is Teb's Talks, the Premier Useless Podcast. I am your host, Jason Tebbs. Often, in my opinion at least, the hardest thing about being a parent is knowing if I'm being a good parent. I think that's the thing I struggle with the most when it comes to parenting. I love my kid so much, more than anything. Love the little stinker so much. He's so cute. He's just the best. I worry all the time, though, that I'm not being a good father, that maybe I'm not giving him enough attention or maybe I'm not, you know, stimulating him mentally enough or giving him the opportunities that he needs to succeed. I mean, he's only like two and a half, not even. But, you know, am I, am I giving him the proper opportunities to explore the world around him and learn and grow and develop the, the skills that he needs to go forward in life? Like they say, oh, read to your kids. It's one of the best things that you can do. And it's like, I don't, I don't read to him nearly, nearly, nearly as much as I should. I'll read to him if he brings a book over to me. he's like, hey, you know, can we read this book? I'll read to it. I'll read to him then, but it's not like I don't have any sort of set structure of, okay, hey, we're ri- winding down for bed. Let's grab a book. Let's read a book. I probably should. You know, there's, there's a lot of things I can do better at. There are times when I just get like so impatient with him and I feel like, dude, you, you haven't been listening to me. And I just get on my last straw and I kind of snap at him a bit, raise my voice more than I should, snatch cups of water, out of his hand. Yesterday, we were just having the biggest battle with him wanting to play with water and pour out any liquid that I gave him. He was like, ooh, let me just pour this out in various places. And it was driving me up the absolute wall. And I got really short with him. And I I just, I I feel awful. Or I I felt awful. Later in the day, I was lying on the couch, just kind of like feeling bad about myself because I felt like I was a crappy parent. And he came up and he snuggled with me. So... I take that as a sign that I'm doing okay and that he still loves me and that despite my imperfections, I'm a good father. And my wife will tell me I'm a good father. And, you know, it's her child, so it's her opinion that I care about the most and she's the one that actively sees me father the most. But that's still just something that I struggle with. And I'm I'm sure I'm not the only one. When you're a kid, sometimes you'll look at your parents or other parents be like, oh, you know, I- I'm never going to do that. I'm going to be better. I'm going to do X, Y, Z. Like, my kids will always feel loved. I'll never yell at my kids. Never raise my voice. You know, never never make them cry. Never be short with them. And that is an admiral- admirable goal. You know, that's something I'm trying to work towards. I'm not saying we shouldn't try and work towards it, but it's almost impossible. Now, if anybody got thwacked when they were a kid or beat or abused of course, I'm never going to give a pass to that. That is never okay. It is so hard sometimes to not just raise your voice though. Or thinking like, you know, I'll admit yesterday, I was thinking like, dude, I just like, I want to give you a spank. Like I want to swat you right on the butt because this is like the fifth glass of water you've just poured all over my floor. But I I got to take a step back. I got to breathe. I'm like, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to smack my kid on the butt. I, come or, I came storming around the corner and was just like, Ooh, dude, like my voice a little raised, but I, I took a brief second. I was like, okay, he's two and a half. He doesn't fully understand what's going on. He doesn't fully understand why I might be upset with him. Like I got to communicate with him better. So I, I try my hardest to recognize, Hey, you're dealing with a two-year-old. He doesn't know any better. He's just trying to learn and explore. And that, that's where I I feel the worst is when I know the fact that he's just trying to explore the world around him and he's just trying to have fun. And yeah, you know, there were times where I just, I probably ignored him more than I should because it was my day off and I was just like, I just want to relax, dude. Like, can we just sit back and relax today? You know, do, do you have to be constant up, go, getting into things. And it's like, yes, he does. He's two years old. He's learning and exploring the world. So that's, that's where I feel like a piece of shiz. That's where I feel like such a piece of crap because he's just doing his best. He's just exploring. He's just trying to understand the world. He has a lot of two-year-old energy and he's just trying to have a little bit of fun. He doesn't want to sit around bored with dad all day. Like, yeah, I'm at a point in my life where if I can have a day where I just sit around and do nothing, I'm like, sweet. Awesome. This is great. He can't do that. He needs to explore. He needs to he needs to get around and do things. I would say the second hardest thing as a parent is trying not to compare myself to other people. You know, I, I see friends and family and granted, you know, you see it through the lens of social media and social media is like the worst thing that's ever happened to society. So I, I see friends or family and they're like, Hey, here's this photo of me with my kids doing X, Y, Z. We're having fun. This is great. And I'm like, Oh dang it. You know, they're going out and doing activities with their kids, having fun, letting their kids explore and grow and learn about the world. And here I am just tired wanting to like watch TV or play on the computer while my kid gets more and more water out of the fridge and dumps it everywhere. Like, wow, that person can get their life together enough to go have experiences with their kids and I'm sitting here not doing that. That's definitely the second hardest thing is trying not to compare myself to other people because every, every parent has times where they feel the same way, you know, I was feeling. I'm not posting on Facebook pictures of me butting heads with my kid because he's spilling a bunch of water and I'm just tired and wanting to relax that doesn't make a that doesn't make for a good social media post now i'll talk about it on my podcast because i can give a lot more context and i can explain and i can have though a one-sided conversation more of a conversation about it to have the listener you know reflect and think a little more that's why i love podcasts because you can put a lot of that context behind what you're saying so i i can't i can't just base my comparison to a friend or family member with kids based off of what they post on social media because they're not posting this, the full story. I'm not posting the full story. We're missing so much context. And even even with this podcast episode, though I try and provide more context and be a lot more frank and upfront, like, hey, this these are the difficulties I'm going through. It's still curated. I, I still decide what I want to talk about. Now, I'm not I'll be up front. I'm not hiding any, like, skeletons in the closet about the events of yesterday. I I yelled at my kid. I took away the cup rather aggressively. He cried. That happened more than once. I was like, dude, I told you over and over, stop getting water and pouring it everywhere. And we just repeated that cycle two or three times. It wasn't fun. But now, a day later, you know, where I feel like I made up with my child... And I, I apologized to him and my wife was like, you know, you don't like super, you don't really have to apologize about what you did. You know, there's nothing to apologize about. You, you told him not to do something and he continued to do it. And I was like, that's not so much what I'm apologizing for. I'm apologizing for like, just not being better. Right. I'm apologizing because I know he wants to explore and I should have gone and done something with him. Like I had the day off. We didn't take him to daycare. Like I should have, I should have gone somewhere with him and done something with him and had a positive experience with him rather than constantly butting heads all day. Like that's more so what I'm apologizing for. And I went to give him a hug and tell him sorry. And he was like, no, I'm snuggling with mom. And he climbed on top of mom and snuggled with her. So then I just laid down on the couch next to him and he eventually got up and came and snuggled with me. So I was like, okay, he's accepted my apology. He still loves me. Um we're, we're, we're good there. So now, you know, after making amends with him, the best way a two year old can make amends with his father, (laughs) I I can sit here and I I can talk about it and not feel as bad about it. But it was just like, it's just kind of been weighing on my mind this whole time. And it's not like this is a cry for help. It's not like I'm um, sitting here like, oh, you know, help me. What, what can I do? oh, feel bad for me. It's more to say like, okay, parents out there, if you're struggling, we all are. If you feel like you're not good enough, a good enough parent, we've all felt that way. If you feel like you have a ton of shortcomings, we've all felt that way. Like you're not alone. If you're just feeling a little down about parenting and you're not feeling that confident and you're not feeling like you're up to the standard you should be like, we've all felt that way. At the end of the day, I know I love my kid so much and I would do, like, anything for him. And I'm a good dad. Like, if I, if I take a step back and look at it, I'm like, no, I'm a pretty good dad. You know, I love him so much. I'm I'm taking care of him, like, changing his diapers, showing him love. You know, if he's sick, I'm getting what he needs. If he wakes up in the middle of the night, I'm going to get him and bringing him into our room and snuggling with him. You know, I'm, I'm picking him from daycare. I'm taking him to do grocery shopping or whatever. My wife and I want to go take him to a pool here in a bit. Like, I I tell him I love him all the time because I really do. There are things I could do better, sure. But I also got to, th- you know, pat myself on the back and be like, hey, dude, you're, you're doing pretty okay. He's, he's doing okay. And you have a great wife that supports you, and together you guys make it work. You're never going to be perfect. You're not expected to be perfect. Like, keep on, keep it on, do your best. And all three of you will be okay. Like, I got to remind myself that. For anybody that doesn't have a kid yet and is thinking of having a kid, I would like to say like, oh, prepare as much as you can. Nothing can really prepare you for it. Part of me, no, here's the warning I'm going to give. Your life will never go back to what it was pre-child. You lose a lot of freedom when you have a kid. You lose so much freedom when you have a kid. It's hard. It's not easy. A lot of the times it's not fun. It's incredibly thankless. There are some people in this world that are like, hey, I'm never going to have kids. Power to them. I think that is an okay decision to make. Now, there's a caveat to that. Like, my religious beliefs, I think there's a great power and responsibility to raise children and to, you know, raise them in the gospel and have the blessing of a family. That's besides the point. It's so not everybody shares my beliefs, so I'm not going to hold everybody to the same standards of my belief. But even people within my own religion, I'm like, hey, you don't have to rush that decision. You don't have to go blindly into it. Like, plan around it. Try and be as prepared as you possibly can. But understand, like, your life is never gonna be the same. It's hard, it's rough. A lot of the times it's not fun. But also, my little dude, I can't imagine my life without him. There are times where I'm just like, where I'm, I'll admit there are times where I'm like, I just wish I didn't have this kid to take care of. I I more wish I didn't have the responsibility of taking care of him because I'm a lazy sack of crap sometimes. But there are times where I'm like, I just, I, I wish I didn't have this responsibility. And then a few seconds later, I'm like, no, I don't. I love him so much. I am, I am more than willing to accept this responsibility because he is just the light of my life, along with my wife, right? But it's a struggle some days. I am a regular on the struggle bus. I have, I have a transit pass, like an unlimited transit pass on the struggle bus because I'm there so often. I was like, heck, I'm getting on this bus so much I might as well, you know, buy the unlimited pass. I'll save money in the long run. (laughs) That's okay. Like, I'm getting through it. My son's getting through it. We'll be okay. Now, tend on a positive note. Watching a child grow and learn is like the most fascinating thing in the world. Hearing my kids say new words, communicate more clearly, form ideas and opinions on things. I love it. That is incredibly rewarding. And realizing like, hey, I taught him how to do that. Or I helped him do this. Or I was a part of him coming to an understanding of XYZ. That's incredibly fulfilling. I I am so excited for the day where we can start having like conversations. And he can kind of explain what he's thinking. I'm way excited for the day when he's an adult as well. Because my parents have told me like one of the, like the best time to have a kid is like when they're adults and you're actually having full mature adult conversations. I'm so excited for that. You know, that's like 18 years away, but sometimes I wish he was a tiny little baby forever. There are times where I'm like, man, if if you could be two years old, this is such a cute stage forever. Although this is, he's the most butt-headed so far in his life at this stage, so I got, I got to be careful what I wish for, but... You know, two years old, he's developed just such a fun personality. Um, you know, he has that level of communication. I'm hoping that just, like, as time goes on, every stage is just better than the last. Like, sure, the, the struggles might be... It's like, it's like getting married. I always say, when you get married, the good parts of your relationship get get way better and the bad parts get worse but because the good got way better it it, it bounces out to be a net positive hopefully right i'm i'm hoping that's similar to when my kid grows up the the good gets way better the bad gets worse and sure it's always going to be a different type of bad but you know it's a net positive change i think the bad getting worse is just like as anybody gets older, like, they naturally have more and more stakes to their decisions. Any decision I make affects me, my wife, and my child, like, very directly. And then a lot of people from there, it, it echoes out. When I was, like, six, really any decision I made affects me. And if I made a big enough est- mistake, like, it affected my parents. Say I I broke a window on somebody's house. Okay, that affects me my parents and the owner of the house of the window I broke. But those are like major happenings. Most decisions I made, it's like, Oh, what fun thing am I going to do outside today? What game do I want to play today? Oh man. Like it's Saturday. Do I just want to lay in bed in the morning? Do I want to get up? Oh, I got a couple chores to do. Like, I guess I'll get those done and keep on keeping on. Now I'm like, okay, I have a career. Um, that career brings in an income that provides for my family. Ooh, you know, where do I want to work? I was previously working up in Logan. Now, you know, now I'm down in Utah County. Oh, geez. Like, that was a big decision to move my family for this job. So, yeah, okay, the stakes get higher maybe. The bad might get worse. I don't know. When the, when my son has his first heartbreak, that's going to be rough. If he doesn't make a team that he tried out for or if he doesn't make an audition that he tried out for, that'd be rough. You know, if if he feels like he's getting bullied or picked on at school, that'd be rough. I'm going to end. Okay, I, I said I was going to end on a positive note. So the positive note is I'm, I'm excited for what's to come because I, I, I believe at least, you know, just more positive, great things are to come. What I'm really going to end on is... <laughs> Some might find this positive, some might find this negative. I'm just going to say it's aggressive. If your kid hits my kid, I'm going to throttle your kid. Now, there's a play hitting, but if your kid is, like, bullying my kid, like I am witnessing your kid throttle my kid, I will not hesitate to roundhouse your kid to the next millennium. I'm sticking up for my kid. If my kid's bullied at school, I'm going to tell him, look, You fight back. You punch as hard as you can, square at the face, and you punch through. Don't hold back. Defend yourself. Fight back. Oh, Jason, that's violent. Like, you shouldn't resort to violence. I'm not going to tell my kid to go randomly beat up other kids. I'm going to tell my kid to defend himself. Why? Because currently school systems are not doing anything to, like, stop kids from bullying. They're like, oh, we have a zero bullying tolerance. Yeah, bullying still happens. And it's like, look. You're going to get in trouble if you don't defend yourself. You're going to get in trouble if you do defend yourself. So you might as well just throttle that kid back. And I'm not afraid to grab a kid by the lapels if they've been bullying my kid and telling them what's up. Ooh. (sighs) Anyway, Jason, you would punch a kid. I would punch a kid. Now, when I say kid, I'm like 14, 15, 16. If they're 17 or 18, oh, they're getting it. I'm not going to punch a six-year-old. I'll grab a six-year-old by the lapels, I'll drag him to their parents' place, throw him into their house, be like, your kid's a little shit. I'm not going to roundhouse kick a six-year-old. Sixteen-year-old, fists are coming out. <laughs> Ten more years on that kid, boom, boom. One, two, gets sent to prison. <laughs> what are you in prison for? I beat up a sixteen-year-old. You're. A, that's kind of a douchey thing to do. Well, he was. he was beating up my son. I was defending my family. <laughs> I'll cross that bridge when I get there, you know? I just think, like, if anybody hurt my two-year-old, I would be livid. I would be livid. So yeah, if any adult hurts my two-year-old, oh, I'm ending them. I am ending them. Sorry, just like, alpha male aggressiveness is coming coming through. You can ask my wife. I, I don't get this way very often. Just the thought of somebody hurting my kid is the one thing that just, that'll just, like, tip me over. Or my wife, for that matter. Now, my wife's a badass. She can pretty well defend herself in a lot of situations, especially, like, socially. But if, if somebody were to, like, beat up on my wife, I'm beating up on them. Grinding them to... Okay, this is this is getting too violent. This is getting too Mortal Kombat soundy. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just gonna end it there. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, thanks for listening to Step socks the premier useless podcast. Being a parent, not the easiest thing. Not for everybody, I get it, but it can be so rewarding. I love my kids so much. You know, Liam, if you're listening to this in the future, if you're finding, like, the archives of your dad's podcast, I love you so stinking much. Um, I, I'm trying to be a great dad. I'm, I'm trying I'm trying the best I can, and hopefully hopefully you see that, and hopefully you feel loved. But go ahead, like, favorite, share, follow, rate this podcast, whatever you do on your respective platform. Go ahead, check out my website, JasonTebs dot com uh twitch pummelhead twitter pummelhead um i got a secret project that's been going pretty well so if you stumble upon that that's pretty fun but that's all i'm gonna say about that Uh, i'm not gonna give any more details you're amazing if you're a parent it's okay if you have rough days they're gonna come They're, they're gonna happen sometimes but peace out i'll catch you in the next one